What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another H&K video game experience. I am Hollywood Cole here with Clearfire. What's up, Clear? What's going on, man? Um, another get another day mm-hmm. of some gaming, man. I just did some more gaming on COD a little bit. I okay. uh, did some uh, broke out the old NES and did a Let's Play. For Jaws, which was so fun. Oh, there you it, go. It was so fun to do. So check it out. It don't it don't really go out. I posted it on Facebook out of our over a thousand followers, and it's four people saw it. They hate when you promote stuff like that. They don't oh, want yeah. you to do it. They want you to pay for it. Um, so check it out. It's it's just all in good fun. It's a playthrough. We did finish the game. Uh, one of the things I did was let Jacob play it and record his reaction, but it lasted like five minutes and he died and he's over. <laughs> so I didn't put that up nice. there, but I do have it. <laughs> so, uh, but it was fun. So, yeah, what we're going to do here is, uh, as always, just talk some retro games. Um, talk, I think we're talking about the 90s today, right? Games in the yeah. 90s. Are we doing a blind list? Yeah, well, I don't know if it's a blind list. It's a blind article. It was called The Best Video Games of the 90s. So okay. I'm assuming it's going to be a list. I haven't looked at the article, so I can't tell you if it's a list. Well, or let's not. hope it's a list. But Otherwise, I, we're going to be just free balling. I, I assume it. Um, but I will say before we jump into this, uh, the big piece of news today. Did you see the big piece of news hit today? I saw something you posted on Facebook. Is that Look what it was? He's like, huh? It, it got. I did share it to Facebook, or or still a post from someone else, and share it out. But yeah, huge, huge news. It's on the, the, I mean, it's technically the biggest thing in history of this type. So, yeah. I, so you, I think that's so funny that he's so baffled about it. Oh, I know what it that is. I was so baffled about it. Okay. I know exactly what it is. <laughs> I'm just sitting here okay. waiting for you to. Well, you just your, your stuff's kind of breaking up a little bit. I was trying to say, are you delayed or something? Because uh, you, you were stopped talking, no. and then it was like. Uh, no, you sound good no. on this side. So it sounds like we're having okay. a little bit of technical difficulties. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's why it was no, weird. Yeah, so it's like, Activision. Oh my gosh, is he so lost there? He didn't even know we're talking. Oh no, gosh. no, no, no. So Xbox is buying Activision and they are doing what they said they were going to do. They're not playing, man. So let me just tell you this. I think I might have said this on the podcast before, but I'm going to full sale back. I think I'm talking about like 2002, long time ago, over 20 years ago, the film place, film, uh, did the film degree or whatever there but before you go to the film degree part at least how it was back then you had to do some like uh what do you call them little extra classes uh electives you know because you actually did get a degree but um and it was one of the classes and it was talking about like computers and microsoft and all that and he that's right when the xbox kind of got into the the gaming industry and he straight up said he says i guess he kind of knew bill gates because the teachers, all the teachers had to have been in the industry to teach there. But he said that Bill Gates will not lose the console war, I promise you. And they're like, what are you talking about? You know, PlayStation's killing it. He's got a Nintendo and it wasn't doing so good at the time. But they said Bill Gates will buy, he will spend more money. Just knowing the guy, he will not lose it. Because he will spend more money to make sure that it stays afloat than anybody else. And he's just what he's doing. Well, well, well y- yes and no. Because, I mean, one, in court... Xbox 100% admitted that they have, not that they're losing, but they have lost the console war. Well, it that's is what he's doing. Court record, it. court documents. I know he's not. Even even with this, he's still not going to win the console war out of it because of all the things that he's, all the things that have been said in court so far 
are basically saying that even though the merger is going to happen, they're going to have to guarantee that certain things happen. Otherwise, the FTC will come in and just really, or FCC, whatever, whatever it was that, that's, I think it's FTC. Is there so many? Yeah, the FTC. Anachronism, uh, initial, Federal initials, Trade initials, Commission. I can't remember them all. So, but, um, but that's but, what's so but weird. They, but they flat out... But they said, but they said in court the reason why. So what really is big in the news is the fact that a court has now ruled that the FTC block that they requested has been denied. It got denied. They were trying to block the merger 100% of Activision Blizzard with Microsoft, saying that it would create a major monopoly, a major issue, and all of this. And Xbox laid out their plan and said, look. We're going to guarantee that Call of Duty is on the PlayStation console for the next 10 years minimum. We're going to guarantee that Call of Duty gets brought over to the Nintendo Switch, that they bring other titles in and make it more accessible, and basically adding all of the different games and whatnot to either Games Pass or whatnot to where it's way more accessible. So, I mean... In reality, it's like, okay, yeah, we're playing our hand here where we're basically saying, because in that statement there, they're basically saying, we don't care about the Xbox at this point. We just want to buy the, you know, Activision Blizzard rights so we can basically have the games and push them out however we want. And with that, with Game Pass, you don't have to have an Xbox to play it. You don't have to at all. There's no requirement to have an Xbox to play it. So that's a big, a big kicker there because the majority of everybody has a PC. Um, you probably can even get uh, Games Pass on a Mac if you know what you're doing um, tech-wise. And so it's just a big, wide-open thing there that just kind of basically shut down the whole reasoning for the FTC wanting to block it by saying that they're going to actually limit accessibility to this stuff. And so I'm like, that, how is that winning the console war when you're basically saying, I don't care about my console as long as I have the rights to push everything out. Well, because they did Bethesda that way. It's called a console and, war. Okay. Not, well, well, so they did Bethesda uh, that way. So they got Bethesda, and and I remember we were talking about that, and I was like, there's no way they're not going to release Starfield on another console. They're going to lose so much money. So far, it doesn't look like they are. So they are keeping it. Microsoft, right? And you can say, I mean, it's just like everything. You can play your stuff on your computer or whatever, but, um, you know, so, but, so they did that with Bethesda. And what I think happened at Activision, the courts had to step in and go, dude, you can't, we know what you're trying to do. And you can't just go buy up everything, exactly what the teacher said. So we're going to put a stop to this. And they go, okay. So if they didn't say we're going to let it release on everything, they would have said, no, you can't have that monopoly. I guarantee that's what happened. So they just go, okay, but fine. I put a hundred, but I'll put a hundred dollars on it right now. That if they do take it, if they if they do get to complete it, because they're having to cross legal hurdles across multiple countries, because uh, the European Union's put a block on it, and I mean other places have put a block on it. Don't worry, wrong. I understand the Activision Blizzard Microsoft merger probably isn't the best thing, not for business, not for gaming, because it's gonna it put it it puts a weird twist on things where you're eventually going to get to a point where yeah this they're going to be like oh that's a microsoft title it only stays over here and never goes over there and then you get in the whole battle of what well, you can't play it on a mac so you know you get those issues too but to the kicker on that is is 
if they're saying this in court, saying that we're going to do all these guarantees that all of this stuff will happen for X amount of time, and they let that slip just barely, you don't think that PlayStation, the FTC, and all these other places are going to sue the fool out of them for it because it's been said in court already that they're going to do this. So now there's a legal precedent saying that we're going to do this to make sure this murder happens clean. But at the same time, they're going to say, I mean, we can we can say all day like what's going to happen, but I mean, I, I believe they don't would, know until it happens. I believe they're going to release it on PlayStation and all that. That's not not a problem because they only set up for ten years. I mean, in the long game, they're going to have have it all together, and it doesn't mean yeah we can release it. But by the way, we're going to optimize it for Xbox, you know. And so I understand that you're saying stuff gets on computer, but if you don't play computers, where where else can you play it on Xbox? Yeah, but look, so you're going to get that well, console if you're a console gamer. Well, also, you know what I'm the, saying? The, 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 look at the swing, though. Um, Sony did, I, I, either they did or they're still in the process of purchase Bungie. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, you've got Destiny. that going on there. <laughs> but they've had, but they've had, but the thing is, is they had, well, look what Bungie created. Bungie created Halo. All right. They have the power to create another. If it's the IP same team, like and, and they got they, that's right. I mean, that's, that's legit. They they can. And that and would they, be and awesome. They got the power to but do if they, it. But they've if they, got the backing. But do their it. sole purpose is right now is uh, Destiny Two, which is a games for service, and they probably made tons of money. Mm-hmm. Probably made more money on that than they have any other console game that they're going to release. So they're probably going to stick with that formula because oh, yeah. because they, they're just they're just fine tuning it now, man. They got that thing down, and. Um, you know, it's been out yeah, for they're fine tuning it when they're fixing to kill some. When they're fixing to kill Destiny too, because th- they've got the shape. No, I mean fine tuning. That's the end of it. <laughs> I mean fine tuning the the games as a service the, model. Oh, the game is a service. So uh, yeah, so they they'll get that. I mean, who else is doing it? It'll, Rockstar. It'll depend on. It'll That's depend it. on whatever their IP is that comes out after Destiny. Yeah, and I'm sure it's going to be a if, games as a service. That's what I'm saying. Unless Sony, if Sony buys them and says, "No, you're going to do this." Because I don't know how much money it's made, but I guarantee it's made a ton of money more than oh, probably yeah, I mean, any it's game. It's definitely made money because when you're looking at, it, you only have to pump out content in very very small doses that you pretty much probably could prep, you know, very yeah. far in advance and just go boop 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 and dribble it out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's I don't know. Like so, that, that's I, I don't know what's gonna. Yeah, I don't think it's good for any of that. I mean, it needs to have the. I mean, I don't know how. It's almost like Nintendo was doing. It's exactly what Nintendo was doing to some degree back in the day where they were just saying, okay, you want to publish for us? You can only publish five. And it's all monopolies because they had mm-hmm. the, the corner on the entire console market. Nobody else oh, could yeah. even, nobody else had a console out really at the time, an Nintendo, uh, NES one. Uh, and uh, they said, you want to produce for us? You're only going to produce five games a year. And, and we'll put our seal of quality on We're going to take X amount of the profits. You want to buy carts, you got to buy them from us, all kind of stuff like that. So essentially what Xbox is kind of buying up all the publishers. You want to produce games, you got to go through us. Oh, you want to release it on PlayStation? That's fine. But maybe it has, you know, it don't have a certain map or it doesn't have, you know, a certain extra campaign level uh, or something. I mean, that's, Same way they've been what, doing. Bu- that's what Bungie, that's what yeah, Bungie exactly. did with Destiny to PlayStation because PlayStation had so many yeah. PlayStation exclusives to, in Destiny 1 and 2. Call of Duty didn't did release too. until three plus years after it had been released on PlayStation. It's crazy. Like, I mean, I don't like that because it's not good for the gaming industry being that like that, where you can play a game on the two different consoles, 
but you get completely different experiences on both. It should be the same experience on both. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, who knows how it's going to roll out, but I do love my Xbox. I kind of like it better than my PlayStation, actually. And um, I just got playing Red Dead Redemption 2 again. This is a great game, but uh, just I happen to have it on Xbox. That's fine. But I just like the controller, I like the layout. Uh, and maybe it's just because I was playing PlayStation 4 last generation, and now I'm just happy to have something different. I don't know. But I do like it. The Games Pass game seems to be a little bit better than they do on PlayStation 5s. I just don't like PlayStation 5s. I mean, Ratchet and Clank. Never really, you know, they got like six of those. They got, uh, what else is that PlayStation thing? PlayStation 5. P- PlayStation 5, they're PSN. They're just, I don't know. They're just trying to throw something at the wall to see what sticks is what it feels like. Yeah, it like. seems like, exactly. Uh, yeah, and so and I, I, hate I that. haven't just I haven't even bought into it at all. I've just still got the PSN Essentials or whatever the baseline is, yeah. because that's all I need to play online. You know, most of the time I'm gonna buy a game on PlayStation first anyway. That's just you know out of habit, and nine times out of ten, I like the exclusives better on PlayStation than on Xbox. Xbox's exclusives are usually leaning toward the FPS, whereas you know. PlayStation's more leaning toward the RPG action adventure style, so I'm more of a yeah. That's RPG what they'll have to do is buy up SquareSoft or Square Enix. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, well, yeah, PlayStation so, would, but I mean, but it would be yeah. smart because it uh, Final Fantasy 16 exclusive on PlayStation right now. Yeah, at least for now, yeah. And so, so I don't know how to do this. I mean, they any company it's, can say okay we're not gonna we're not buying activision sorry or whatever we're not gonna buy bungie okay fine you can't yeah. buy bungie but then they offer you know three times more for a startup's own quote game company called dungie yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying call it whatever you want <laughs> and just hire all the exactly. all the developers to come over there so i mean it's just a name you know so it's, it's I mean, kind of it's, a tough thing really if you is. got the money man you got the power and that's why i mean people at&t that's where the first monopoly came from you can't just oh yeah you know buy up well, everything and nobody else can do it that's what's funny about at&t you got at&t that you know in the, the whole landline telephone days bought up all the companies like bell south you know central bell and all that stuff and became at&t and then they had to break off their cellular and call it singular and then all of a sudden now they're back <laughs> to at&t where they're having you know basically the same thing they had before just yeah. with y'all are weak enough to do it on your lawn now <laughs> so y'all aren't strong enough so y'all are too we weak so we'll let you enough. do it yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and they're what like the still the number one provider in landline and in cell phone service right now in the u.s yeah 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 i mean it's crazy they gotta so do they're something still though, man. the they're, dominant force they are but but anyway so um if you're new to this this uh podcast um, we do talk, as you can tell, just all kind of little stuff game related at first. But we kind of focus on retro gaming. We do keep it uh, clean, so family friendly. But uh, talk a little wrestling sometimes, a little lore. I think we just we just did a lot blow four lore. Uh, may even have some Mega Man lore coming up. I don't know. That's going to be interesting with uh, Anthony coming on here. So that'd be fun. Um, maybe talk a little Starfield one day. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but that's kind of the stuff that we do. But every once in a while, we'll do these little lists right here. We like to call them blind lists, and they're a lot of fun. But we don't know what we're, we're so blind at it, we don't even know what we're going to look at it. So we want you to go ahead and knock it and tell us what we're going to be looking at here. So I found this article like maybe 30 minutes before we're going to do this because I'd been looking for an article and just couldn't find one, couldn't find one that I, that, you know, kind of attracted my eye. 
And then you know, on my flipboard, because my flipboard always gives me some fun, random stuff, they gave me from this wonderful place called Creative Block, B-L-O-Q, uh, the best video games of the 90s. And this was published three days ago by oh, good. author Martin Carroll, uh, Martin Carroll, and that's M-A-R-T-Y-N-C-A-R-R-O-L-L. I want to give him credit or give him discredit, depending on how good his list is. <laughs> Hopefully this is a we list are the authorities. the best video games of the 90s. We are 100% the authorities of the 90s because we grew up in the 90s. <laughs> he probably fully. grew up in the 90s too. Well, I, I, now you make me want to pull Martin's it up. Martin's a 90s um, name. He's been, write, well, Marty. He's been, he's been, write, he, he's been writing about video games since 97. Oh. When as a film student, oh, he managed man, I like to you. sell an article about retro games to a movie magazine. And there so began go. a hustle which turned into a career of sorts. And he's since written about games for numerous magazines, books, and websites. In 04, he launched Retro Gamer Magazine and he still contributes to the title, along with others in the future stable. He's an authority on games when you start with three lives He's the and authority. press up to jump. He's the authority. Ooh. Oh, when you He's start with three lives and press thunder. up to jump. I like it. Marty, that's a good, good write-up. That's definitely write old up. school. But let's see if he could follow up with his actual writing. I see. What do we got? See if it's a list first. Best games of the nineties. I hope it's not. It, it is a list. Games. It is a list. Yes, it's a list. It's a list. What number? What number does it start on? It's a list. It's 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 a it's a ten list. He actually starts the very okay, top, top as 10. number one. So I'm going to go from the bottom of the article up. I okay. Unfortunately, have kind of seen what the top is, but I'm not going to react or anything. I didn't want to, but I had to because of the way he did the article. So that's already a strike against him. You should always put the ten at the top, <laughs> yeah. one at the bottom. Come on, Marty. So you, that is you, true, Marty. Marty you, know you, go you already messed up there, dude. In your writing, that's not good. So that's already a strike against you. So let's roll on with this and see what we got here. Fool me so once, strike one. 10, Fool me twice, strike. And number three. ten. So I don't Hollywood. I don't know if you ever played any of these games, but at number ten oh, is actually pretty decent GameStop to start with. It's actually two games. It's Pokemon Red and Blue, uh, released in '98, formats oh, Game Boy, and so it's a Pokemon yep. game. And we all know how popular the Pokemon games are, how big they are. These are actually two of the you know earliest ones and extremely popular on the original Game Boy, not in color. So um, I played. I'm gonna say I played Red. I don't remember exactly because I didn't own the game, but um, you know it's it's a basic kind of a old school RPG style thing where instead of fighting fighting you're trying to catch Pokemon and you fight Pokemon against other Pokemon you go through the story so um, I'll give it that and I mean the people are still playing these games 25 years later I mean when you're looking at some of these Pokemon cards they got now go for thousands of dollars it's crazy to think of where Pokemon grew what what Pokemon grew into from this so I mean it's it's kind of a the starting point of Pokemon there. Cool. Uh, all right, so... All right, here we go. This is one Hollywood should have some opinion about then. Number nine, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Released in 98, format oh on N64. Gosh. He calls hey, this I one will... a master... So, so he calls this one a masterpiece. 
an obvious candidate for best adventure game of all time. Hollywood, I want you to talk on that. So, you know, number nine is probably where it belongs. I'm glad it's not number one, I'll be honest with you, dude. I'm so played out on this Ocarina of Time, dude. Oh, God, yes. And I think it's just become the thing to say. Link to the past is ten times better. So, because everybody, oh, Ocarina of Time, Ocarina of Time is is the best game ever, and all that. And I'm not going back and try to play it again. And and I guess the reason I got such heartburn about this, because this is the one that made me not like Zelda's. Uh, because of these dungeons that it had to keep going in. And I love the dungeons. I loved Link to the Past. I was, could not wait for this game. I remember I cut so many yards trying to get the money for this game, yep. saving up. And I had, finally went up there and it said Walmart. I said, oh my gosh, I'm going to get this game. And got it. And I, and I did play it all the way through. And I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. It's not a bad game. I'm not saying that it's a bad game. But the, the, the amount of love that this gets, like it's just the greatest game ever. And I've gone back, I said, like I said, try to go back and play it on the Switch. And I know it didn't look right because of the you know graphics and all that in the background. But it was fun. It was still fun to play. I turned it off after, you know, no time. Just, but uh, I don't know. There was just something about it to me. Like it just didn't quite hit just right. And you, so you say, well, what, what was wrong with it? Well, I don't know. It just didn't hit right. I never played Majora's Mask. Uh, I played Wind Waker. I enjoyed Wind Waker a lot better. Um, I got, uh, and I'm getting to something here. I got uh, Twilight Princess when it came out. Same kind of thing. Played it, you know, three hours, four hours in. Turned it off. Went into it. Didn't like the wolf stuff. It's not fun. Uh, Skyward Sword, same type of thing. I just replayed it on the Switch. Turned it off. And I'm a motion control fan. And then here comes Breath of the Wild. Bam. And that's what I was missing. Where's this free roaming, this free feeling? It's so linear. And I know that there's a big field. There's a big high rule field. But it is just not it's, you're still it's boxed in. Same. You're still yeah. boxed in. And so I don't I don't know. I just can't get it. But I, but on this list, don't don't get me wrong. If I was doing a list, I would probably put it up there in the nineties on the list. So I I'm just blasting it because, the 90s, it gets, yeah. because it gets so much love. That I just don't see, and that's just my opinion. There's, if you like the game, dude, I'm not. There's no, you're not wrong if you say this is the best game. I'm not saying that you can't have that opinion. I mean, I, I can see that logically you could say that, but for me, well, just not there. So, too, I don't remember, but a link to the past that was in the '90s as well, too. Correct. Mm-hmm. Like really early '90s. I think that was '91, maybe somewhere like that. I I would put a link to the past above this every single day. Yeah, just because because of this statement here that he writes, and this is perfect statement that one hundred percent embodies why it was why everybody had such the hype of it, and it died real quickly as far as you know, at least with us on the hype part. But it kind of encapsulates that. It says many other games, including Zelda titles, have tried to recreate the same effect of basically the game and how it is, but none can match the impact of that original reveal original reveal after you've seen it you're like eh because now when i try to go back to play this game i'm like oh, god i can't play this but i can play link to the past any day it's such a great game comparatively yeah. to this it's just i don't know what it is I've about played this link game to the that, past so many times I, I don't know what it is about this game here, the the ocarina of time that made it so good for that first playthrough and then so bad for every playthrough after that because it just i mean it, it looks terrible when you go to play it it's just i'm sorry i just uh, yes yeah, it was cutting edge at the time 
it so it deserves a spot in the t- in the top ten. Nine or ten is a perfect spot for it. So I can't argue his positioning for it. Yeah, I think it's legitimate. And as a first 3D Zelda, man, it's awesome. But it was mm-hmm. not. I've oh, yeah. gone back and finished Link to the Past so many times, the original one so many times. But I never went back and played Breath of the Wild. I do enjoy Tears of the Kingdom. But anyway, you know, Zelda is just a. I don't know. I like. I'm a really an old school Zelda fan, top down, man. That's where I'm at. So I mean, cool. I, you give me Link to the Past or Breath of the Wild. That's I, I'm one of those two angles for my Zeldas. That, that's that's it. All right, so this is another one. I don't know how this one's going to aff- affect your heart there, Hollywood. So number eight. This is one that, oh, uh, no. that is that, that's a good, it's a good grade. It's a fan grade. It's a fantastic game. So it's making me wonder what's above this in the 90s to make, to make uh, you know, be better than this. At number eight is Final Fantasy VII. Oh, I thought you were going to say six. But dude, this is a crazy I, list. Yeah, what is above this? I know. It better not be Mario a, World. Don't tell se, me. Se, seven is such a great game, you know. And even in the old crappy PlayStation graphics that it's in, it was a fun game. And it's so much of a great game that they remade it, and they're in the process of remaking it. You know, they've gotten the first part of it out, and of course, the second part's supposed to be coming out soon. But you know, it's one that a lot of people look back fo- fondly of. You know, Sephiroth is probably one of the greatest villains in the Final Fantasy series. I mean, he just is. It's just the the cutscenes from this game were amazing. You know, at the time, and even still yeah. to this day, they're still pretty awesome. You know, you just get this extra feel from the game because you. I guess you get more. I mean, it was one of the games that I felt like we got really connected to the characters and had that growth with them. Well, yeah. So, you know, this came out right after Final Fantasy VI. Not right after, but I'm just saying this was the next one after Final Fantasy III in America, Super Nintendo, which had an amazing story, and you've heard us talk about it. Um, and so this one comes out, and we've got a materia system, a new way to kind of junction up attacks and level up magic and stuff. And I didn't really like that that much. I like the leveling to be with the character itself. At least if you are going to learn from some external, you know, system, it needs to permanently be attached to them, kind of like they do in all the other, like, nine. I think they do that. And so, but anyway, but this one, the story was amazing. The graphics were amazing, like you said, because it was the first time, first, we, first 3D one, and it's on PlayStation, so you get the cinematic summons and the cinematic scenes. It was amazing. Massive world, four disc, or disc, three disc. first time they... Three yeah, or four and disc, so uh, three disc, three disc, and yeah. it's the first time they're away from Nintendo, so they're not doing it in Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, they've done all the ones before that in Nintendo. And the thing that kind of is a testament to this is this is what brought a lot of people into the RPG space. If they've never played an RPG, they got Final Fantasy VII. All of a sudden, they're RPG fans. So that's a big testament to this game. It brought a ton of yes. RPGers out of people. So uh, it's like yeah, six and are, seven did that, you know. These are legitimate. Yeah, these are legitimate um, titles on this top ten of the '90s list. But like you said, man, this is uh, these are some heavy hitters already. I mean, the first. I wish I could speak to Pokemon a little bit. It's it's, so it's a fun game, but I just don't know much about it because I played it just very loosely back in the late '90s, early 2000s. 
and it just didn't really get into it. Now, my son, he's playing, well, he's not playing any Pokemon games yet, but he's watched like every single Pokemon series. He's collecting cards now. If you ask him about Pokemon, you're going to get every answer under the sun. Um, it's just crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just transcended generations. Uh, it really has. Uh, the Pokemon is pretty amazing. I mean, you got to look at it. They just finally retired their lead character, Ash, after, what, 23 years? <laughs> you know? know. And so, so, like, Ash, Ash is going away, and they're going to start with two new uh, protagon- or, uh, yeah, protagonists. So, I mean, it's it's crazy to think the changes that they're fixing to do with having the same thing for 20-some-odd years. So, But, I mean, yeah, All right, three so major... Cool things in there so number seven now <laughs> uh-oh. uh-oh oh my gosh I, I don't know what to think at this one so this is a game that we have played tetris or something oh okay better no, not be t- I, I, <laughs> tetris is the 80s i think parappa the rapper <laughs> yeah i get where he's coming from i get where he's coming i get from. where he's coming from because it was different it was a change it was you know really weird cartoon style thing i don't know if it should sit at seven above the three probably that we just put went that. over i would have just mean, put oh guitar hero i don't know if that no guitar hero might have been after i think guitar, guitar hero was, hero was after. way late it, yeah it way later two, it was in two because it, um, it wasn't until uh i don't even think it was yeah. on regular xbox i think it was ps well, PS2 I think had one. It was PS2. So the thing is, all their all these say. So I, I love Paw Rapper, the rapper. Um, it was one of those things to where you turn it's it on, you're like, game. "What am I playing?" And it was so much fun, and the, the the music was well done. But all it is is one of these button mashing patterns, just like uh, you know, Guitar Hero will eventually become. So it, I mean, he, so so far he's kind of just picking these things that are. Sound like genre setters like Pokemon is like you know yeah. this great franchise. Final Fantasy is a great franchise. Zelda is a great franchise, and I mean, Pop Rapper. The I mean, Rapper is not a franchise, but it's this type of game that it's a, has been it, popular. It's a, rhythm. It's game. a genre that became popular. I mean, this was the title that kickstarted the rhythm-based gaming craze that became so popular. I mean, so I mean, I give him yeah, credit. That's for why he's doing that. Having that, but. I just so this is yeah, the thing just, is, he, is he doing it as a thing that says so this is what started the game so what's the title of the article it's the best it video be- games of the 90s okay yeah so that's not it literally says the best video games of the 90s yeah, so that's not the too. best video game the background. that is not no, the not best the video game in the 90s no. but uh no, no no not at all if you want to put like the most significant video games of the 90s yeah that so, might be a so thing. He's, misle- so. he's misleading right now with his with this thing having the parappa the rapper right here. Um, so what's he say about I mean, it? Give, give the man give the man a says, voice. I am. He said, "While 3D action and sports games were the flavor of the day, along came Parappa and his paper thin pals to change the record, featuring a distinct cartoon style and six annoyingly catchy tunes. This was the title that kickstarted the rhythm based gaming craze that became so popular." Like most people, I first encountered the game on a magazine demo disc, which teased the first stage. That's what I did. And so <laughs> Chop Chop Master Onions rap is an incredible uh, memory yeah. of that time. It really is all in the mind. I mean, Chop Chop Master, oh yeah, it's just, yeah, if you play the game, you, you know the song and it's just in your head. So um, I'll try to 
grab some clips oh or something and post on our Facebook page of that because it's, it's pretty hilarious and slice. What's he do? Chop, slice or something. And he just like chop, yeah, chop, chop, chop. It's just like mm. uh, it's funny, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it, Martin. But that's um, that's not a that's not the best game. That's a genre starter for sure, but not yeah, the best game of the nineties. It's a good game though. So, all right, what's we got for Hang number? Hang on. Uh oh, you got more to say? Uh, okay, so so no, I don't have more to say. Either there's actually more than ten games on this list, or he's trying to save himself by putting two number sevens on this list. Oh, it's another number and seven. I looked okay. above; it was a number six. So I don't know what's going on with this list. So right now, it's right, getting we got real two number sevens. Now. So this one is Tomb Raider. 96 okay. PlayStation. Once it's fallen into that whole genre setter or the, you know, big Kickstarter game that kicks started a franchise or whatnot. I mean, I remember playing it. It was fun, fantastic. It was an awesome game. The ex- exploration in it was really cool. Getting to other different places. And of course, you know, you had a female lead. And of course, it didn't hurt the game that they made her very you know very nice to look at so right um yeah i never really played the tomb raiders but i know a lot of people that did i know coach rx played a lot of them i'd watch a lot of it being played um i mean for the most part it's just a i'm not a 3d platformer yeah i'm not a 3d platformer but like shadow man this kind of thing i'm not never was a big one of those so but yeah, I don't really have much to say about Tomb Raider because I didn't really play it that much. I never played any of them after that either. So yeah, I mean, played it a little bit, but that was about it. But so. probably, I mean, it's a good game, right. obviously. It is. It's a good series. I mean, it, it it has to be if it's still if you're still making games about it. So all right, so we're gonna jump up here. All right, number six. I'm starting to worry about you, Martin. Wipeout. Ninety five PlayStation. You remember the game? I remember the game, but. I didn't really play it either. <laughs> it's like a racing game. It, it, yeah, it's so uh, I remember getting it because you know it's one of the few games I had on PlayStation. It's kind of like that. I don't know. I guess it's like a F Zero kind of evolution. That's what I was thinking. Like, not, you know, why not F Zero? You know. Yeah, because you got to like hover. You know, your your kind of fly or whatever. I just I don't know. I'm kind of frustrated already at this look list well i mean um yeah it's like wipeout i mean okay yeah wipeout Uh, i know the game but i haven't really played it but i know f-zero you know and i know these types of racing space racer type of games and um and it's like meh so it's not my it's not my jam not a big not a big racer fan Mm -hmm. well like i like i like gran turismo's but but if you're gonna put that you might you know we're waiting for um you know Resident Evil, you know, is going to come out soon. Yeah. I'm, surprised, I'm surprised Gran Turismo if it's not on there, right? These are all just trends. These are all begin the first games exactly. of major franchises. <laughs> You're just going to put that on there. I mean, whatever. I mean, even Twisted Metal yeah. over this. Yeah, Twisted Metal's all right. I mean, come give me on. A headache. I mean, it's it's all right, but still, it's it holds a higher place than Wipeout. Yeah, Wave you know, Race. You're or like, man, like, I mean, come on. <laughs> all right, Halloween sixty four. All right, so we're jumping up here. Okay, he he's he's weird. He gave since he gave two number sevens, we've got a six. We, we better don't have, have two a number five, sixes. But now we have a four. Uh, okay, no, we so have, he just we, missed we have number a six. But we, so basically, he he 
didn't so edit five his is wipeout. So Wipeout's better than Final Fantasy Wipeout. VII. Better than Crocarina of Time. Better than better Pokemon. Than Pokemon. All right, let's go. Let's uh, go. Yeah, yeah. What we got for four? Right, so one that you probably you look had disappointed. I am. Command and Conquer on the PC. Oh yeah, this is uh, strategy games. I play. I, I I played it, but it's not anything that was just fun. I mean, he's got a point. You know, thirty million copies were sold of it. Oh, I'm I mean, sure it's awesome, but it's so it's I can't really comment on whether whether it's uh. Because here's the thing about these strategy games: you got to invest time. I mean, I always just get this, the 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 initial startup for me is just too much. Like I'm not going to try to. I got to learn everything about it, what I can and can't do, strategies, and it's just overwhelming to me that I just go, no, I'm not going to learn that. But that was a super well, popular I mean, he, game forever. Yeah, uh, it was, and he makes a point. He said, "Lineage again is the first two words about this." Of course, it's yeah. it's, it's 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 set a trend yeah. in this, this genre of games. So yeah, we're just going to jump back to this. Now, here's one that deserves the spot it's at. Number three, Doom. Okay. Yeah, Doom's That good. deserves that spot because what it, what, what it started was the trend in the FPS games in the shooter, you know, style games. Uh, graphics boundary pusher based on the fact that it was giving you a 3D look and a flat 2D style art that was amazing. So, I mean, it's just like, how can you not have that one up there? I mean, you know, especially getting the God mode, having the heads-up display there where you see your person, you know, the lower health he gets, the more like he looks, you know, bloody eyes, bloody face and whatnot. And just a great Let's go kill some monsters game. So yeah, you have John Romero uh, who designed all the, you know, all the monsters and what well, he, you know, he didn't necessarily draw the monsters. He had another guy to do that, but he wanted to have the secrets in there. That's kind of his way to play. He loves secrets and love these fun things. Just keeping the game fun. That was his specialty. And then John Carmack was the, he always pushed the boundaries of whatever a game can do. They did the same thing with Wolfenstein, which they did computer tricks to make it look like there was a floor and a ceiling. We've talked about that, but now they can actually do it. Um, and he's again, pushed the boundaries. So we saw this is game was like revolutionary, not just because it's the first person shooter, which was a big deal in the blood and this kind of stuff, but also because it's kind of the thing that computer games can do this now. And, yes. um, so, you know, you got to keep in well, I don't remember when it was, but computer games were just single, you know, stage, uh, not single stage, but just single board. You know, you played and then you, when you moved, then, okay, now the board has to slide. They didn't, they didn't scroll, they didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And he developed Mario Brothers 3 on the computer, which is the first time that it ever scrolled anything. And they didn't release it, obviously, because it's in French. They actually petitioned Nintendo to release it. Uh, and Nintendo said, no, you can't release it. Um, so it's just saying that we'll, we'll put this on the computer for you. And of course, Nintendo says no. But anyway, so it's pushing the border bound, the border of, you know, what the computer could do, what games could do at the time, which is really cool. And obviously it was just a lot of fun, you know, it was just cool. And, you know, and also like blood and, you know, this kind of stuff and you get chainsaws and you get shot again, the fun factor. That's what John Romero was doing. Uh, there's a book called uh, Masters of Doom that talks about all of that stuff that I'm talking. That's where I got all that information from, and it is awesome. Such a good book to read. Talks about their their history of ID software and stuff. So, 
uh, kids are like 24, 25 years old developing this game. And, uh, I think they were making at some point like a thousand, a hundred thousand a month, which is back in the you know nineties, wow. early nineties. Yeah, just on like shareware, because they used to have a shareware system that you could practice, you know, play the first couple levels, and if you want to unlock the whole game, then you pay for it. But anyway, so yeah, good I game. Mean, it's of course by ID Software and Bethesda. I will point out this: if you go read this article, it's terrible because when you read the 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 write-up for Doom under the Doom title, it's all about Super, it's all about Mario Kart, which is our next one we're fixing to talk about. Okay, so part two, number two is Mario so, Kart. Hey, hey, so he's terrible at editing. So uh, he's lost a lot. Oh, of the page is all now. jacked up. Yeah, the list is jacked up. All right, well, sorry. Well, Mario Kart is, is number two. Mario Kart Super Mario Kart is two, and so. 92, Super Nintendo. I mean, it, it fits the line of the games with the exception of like one or two down below that it's a game, you know, it's, it's a legend, it's a legacy title. It's one that kicked off a genre or kicked off a type of game that's just been, you know, killer throughout the years. I mean, look at when you go into Mario Kart 64, that's some of the funnest gaming we've ever had playing that game and it's all because of super mario kart you know it started there and grew there i mean heck we even had fun playing it but of course now you can't really go back and play it it's so terrible in the graphics and whatnot but um yeah i mean i remember <laughs> all the fun we used to have playing it yeah that's a good one um that we that game was like another universal thing where everybody loved mario kart um so it's definitely a good you know, racer with the items, and it's a cartoony arcadey racer. Well, I don't say arcadey, I mean, but it's cartoony, and you know, you get yeah. battle racer. I don't know. I don't even know what the genre well, is. Yeah. Well, I mean, even friends but, of ours that weren't gamers played this with us. I mean, look at Robinson. Yeah. He'd come over and play this game with us. I mean, and he never played video games outside of something like this. So, I mean, it's it's one that really crossed some, you know. So. I guess yeah. people's opinions about gaming. So, so this is this is interesting because we're going to have to add some games to what we think oh, should yes. have been on the list. Um, oh yes. At the end of this, so let's go to number one now. What's the number one? Mario Kart. I mean, what are you going to say about it? it needs to, I, it's a good I, game. I don't. I don't know. It hurts. It hurts. Street Fighter Two is the number one on this list. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I think that's a good choice, actually, because. And that's what I'm saying. It's hard. It's kind of one of those things that you left off so many amazing games in the 90s. But yeah, you but hit all the those legacy ones. games. You yeah, know, it's a lot of legacy stuff. But I mean, what Street Fighter? Is Street Fighter 2 Turbo? Is it a, you know, that's just a Street is Fighter 2. Is it just arcade? You know, because Street Fighter Two Turbo was better than Street Fighter World Warriors by far. I think everybody agrees with that. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, those games were awesome. I mean, that set the fight. That brought the arcades back to life. You know, it gave them another second win for the arcades, the fighting game, the competition game. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so I can certainly see that as one of the. I don't say you know again. We're talking well, about the best games of the '90s. So. Uh, 
I mean, I, I loved it. I played it all the time. I mean, it's one of those mind blowing things. Because you got to keep in mind when you when you think back, the arcades. You know, you never. Not only were the games good in the arcade sometimes, but the but the graphics were like three hundred percent better than what you were used mm-hmm. to at home. So as you know, nowadays it's you know pretty pretty equal, but um, you know well, that was amazing. Here, um, this line at the end, and, and this is it, it kind of throws back to the whole arcades. This, the game's success was instant and widespread, creating a kind of arcade mania he had not seen since the early early eighties. Suddenly, every developer was looking to cash in on its success, including Capcom itself. I mean, yeah. you started having all types of other games come out after this, whenever you know the success of Street Fighter Two really picked up. But yeah, we're there weren't really many fighting know, games. Yeah, but. I mean, Hollywood. Talk for a minute. I'm 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 frustrated. You know me with these blind lists. I half the time I walk, walk away more frustrated than anything. So, I think the list is pretty good. It's probably one of the best lists that we've seen. And only reason is, it should not be necessarily the best games of the '90s. It should say, you know, the most influential games of the '90s or something like that. Because yes, Street Fighter Two Turbo was better. I don't know why. You know, instead of so for race and genre, I don't know much about Wipeout. I mean, so I can't really speak to it, but I don't know. It's hard to imagine it better than like Gran Turismo, you know, three or whatever one it was out came out to. I think Gran Turismo one was the first one that came out in like 95. And so that was groundbreaking. Yeah. I mean, you tune your car, stuff like that. And I'm all again, I'm still talking console. I think for as far as first person shooters, Doom, you know, would, would be the one. Um, I'm surprised it didn't have like a Madden or something up there. You know, like this is a trend-setting yeah. game, even so, though it's not, I'm glad he didn't put sports games on there. But or about yeah, NBA no. Jam? I mean, you know, what are these games? Yeah. Well, I mean, so, so as as we get here now and start reading, the there's thing, no beat 'em ups he, either. Where's Tur- Turtles in Time? This, exactly, he put this in chronological order, so it wasn't in like an actual his order or whatever. Okay. It was in, you know, because 91 and then 92, 93, I see. Four, you know, all through the years. So the, number one was the earliest to the latest in release. So he's oddball on doing his list. So he didn't really, he kind of copped out on actually having a number one yeah, you know, or whatever. He just kind of said, these are the 10 influential games. And he said the and he's got the no, headline say above it called... Uh, hang on. He's got the headline calling it the best video games of the 90s for art and design. Oh, so you're changing the whole so list hurts. on me after we're done with the list. So that <laughs> Now it's so chronological, well, and now I did, it is. I did. Okay, first of, all, first of all, all I did was pull That's it up. Pull, pull up an article, and I was like, oh, best games, best video games of the 90s. This is going to be fun, and read it. It said last best video games of the 90s that changed minute. the design. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just... He's got another one too of the best video games of the eighties, and I think we might have to cover that too. It says, "Okay." Um, it said, "If I had another ten to choose, then the likes of Sonic the Hedgehog, Mist, Metal Gear Solid, and Half Life would surely have made the list." But here, in chronological order, are my ten most important, influential, and downright bloody great games of ninety of the nineties. Yeah, Metal I'm sorry, Gear for Turtles sure. in Time should have been there. Metal, exactly, Metal Gear should have been in there. You know, um, I mean, Link to the Past was that '90s as well? 
I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. But if you had to pick like, like 91, early 90s. To, well, also I'm saying if you had to pick 91, if he was just going by one game in 91, he had to pick Street Fighter. I get it. Um, and Street Fighter I, 2 I, Turbo I probably came out like a year later or two years later. So exactly. it changes. And so, it. I mean, I'll, it's a, it's probably one of the better lists we've done because I can't yeah. really argue about the picks just because of what they all did and their, you know, trend setting Still and legacy Gran Turismo, setting though. things. But I mean, yeah, exactly. Gran Turismo. What was not uh, in there, wipe out and the it. other one? What was wipe out uh, and then there's another one that wipe, no. wipe out Command and Conquer. Um, what was right before Wipeout? Tomb Raider. The, Tomb Raider. That was another one that we thought. No, that one should Parappa be on there, the I rapper. guess. Yeah, Pi Rapper. Yeah, that's the one that's kind of like, man, that's uh, unusual. But, it's uh, an oddball. And that, I mean, I'm going to have to look up and see what other games were released in 97 because there had to be something else released in 97 that was more influential. Yeah, if he's just picking that one year, then... The, you but start, the thing is, is Final Fantasy VII came out in 97. And so he's got two of 97. Yeah, so he's not uh, going in that he's order not, particularly. Exactly. Not so one per year. He, so. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. I think it's a good list. If with when, Since we I mean, have the new data list, from you. Just, <laughs> yeah. About that design and art. So, yeah, I mean, it's a good list. So I like it. I mean, Grand Theft Auto was released in 97. They didn't have that on there. Resident Evil 97. Which Grand Theft Auto? I mean, the Grand Theft Auto. The first one? The Here's Grand the Th- one, right? Theft Auto initial release date 97. Yeah, it's not that good. No, it's not that good. Yeah, but, what it, but if you didn't have Grand Theft Auto, you wouldn't have... Two, three, four, and all the rest of them. Well, if Fall you didn't out. have if you didn't have Grand Turn Theft Auto off. three, you wouldn't have. If you didn't have Grand Theft Auto Diablo. three, you wouldn't have. If you didn't have Grand Theft Auto three, you wouldn't have Grand Theft Auto at all. Because first two uh, were very true. Just, the only things yeah. for those two was just that they cussed and they had blood in it. So well, so here here so here's here's games in ninety seven that he left off the list. Blood, which I don't remember that game too well. Tekken 3, which was massive. Yeah. Carmageddon, Total Annihilation. Diablo, which is um, was a massive PC game. Mario Kart 64, Turok, Fallout, Age of Empires, Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, Gran Turismo, Resident Evil, and the kicker for all of it, GoldenEye 007. Yeah. Yeah, those are tough, man. And what he put on there? And he chooses Paul Rapper, Rapper the Rapper. <laughs> so, yeah. He put it in a hat and shook them all up and said, this is the one I'm going to do. That's the only way Paul Rapper the Rapper could be on that. It could be above those games. I mean, those yeah. are major hitters there comparatively. Yeah, those are tough. I mean, that GoldenEye. What was the one before you said before GoldenEye? Resident Evil. Yeah, Resident Evil. I was expecting that to be on the list. Resident Evil. But there was Look another one you said. Look at what it did. Gran Turismo. Castlevania yeah, Symphony, Grand of, Night. For sure. Symphony Fallout, of Night. That's it. Turok. Dude, Symphony of the Night was unbelievable, man. That, and that that's, you know, I don't know why they can't. That was just like a diamond. And I don't know how they just, they can't. They call it lightning in a bottle is what I was trying to say. Like, you can't recreate it. I don't know why. They've tried to do it on um the, you know, 
DSs and all that, and, and they're they're fun games too. But that Symphony of the Night just hit perfect, and nobody knows why. Because apparently, because they can't create it again. You could release a game like I'm, that now, and I know they got Hollow Knight, and I know they got all these Metro yeah. Metroidvanias, but it does not oh, hit no. right, and I don't know why. It, it doesn't hit the same. No, it's not going to hit the same. Because you control all. so uh, good. I'll, oh yeah, with me it was a fantastic control. So I I I I I'm compelled to like write to this guy and say what type of crack were you smoking when you put Parappa the Rapper <laughs> on your list above Castlevania Symphony of Night, Resident Evil, GoldenEye, Gran Turismo, Turok, Marvel, um, Mario Kart 64, Diablo. I mean... <laughs> Just those, those action RPGs, right even Mist. I mean, I didn't like Mist, but I could see how that was. I'm surprised that wasn't on the list. You know, I, mean, I understand Turok not being on the list because our Age of world. Empires, because you got Command and Conquer, and and for the mm-hmm. Turoks, you got Doom. Tekken three, then Tekken three, you got Street Fighter. So he's trying to, you know, so he's saying he's trying to mix up the genres a little bit. So that's what he's trying to do. I mean, with Parappas, like you know, like you said, the the rhythm games, you know. It, and it started that it's, whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it's the only one of that, you know, of that genre there. But still, that's hard, man. After you're seeing those games that are all released the same year as that one, and that's what he chooses. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Well, cool. Just, that's, that, that's no, the, I like blind lists, man. They're fun. That's because of that. Oh, you they're know. fun. They they get us to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Because we exactly. actually you know, pick apart things, and it's that we probably wouldn't pick apart otherwise. Well, what do you guys think? Do y'all agree with the list? Let us know. I agree with the list for the most part. I, I can't say no to the list. I mean, it's like I said, it's a better list than we've done before. Yeah. We've done way worse. Yeah. So, well, cool. All right, everybody. That'll conclude the best games of the 90s in art and design. In no particular order, two sevens, no six, or no five, whatever it was, it was fun. So, Martin, good list, I think. So, some questionable stuff we would like to ask you about, but that's okay. I'm sure you got a very good defense for it. But if you guys uh, like what you hear, like and subscribe. Check us out on hnkexp.com. Check out our YouTube. We're trying to be more active there. And clear, are we ever going live are we ever going to do a thing where we have our cameras and, you know what I'm saying, on us while we do the podcast? Absolutely. Cool. Is it is it soon? It's as or, soon as you want it to be. Oh, all right. Maybe next oh, time. Yeah, yeah. Throw, throw in the hotness. I now. almost asked you about uh, it. <laughs> I, I thought about it too this time, but the one thing that I haven't done yet is create us a little border to go around our, um, okay, images. So I just need to get that put together and then we can go live. Cool. And we'll do it next time. Maybe so. All right. Cool. All right. Well, appreciate it. Appreciate the list clear. And we will see you later. Take care, everybody.